Welcome to Chatsunami. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Chatsunami. My name's Satsunami and joining me today is another fellow podcaster. You might have heard his voice before reviewing the good, the bad and sometimes the ugly of the film world. That of course is Sean from the Review it Yourself podcast. Sean, welcome to Chatsunami. Cheers Chatsu, nice to be here. Honestly, this is a long time in the making for you coming onto my show, I have to say. It happens. It's like you and Luke from Nerdstalgic. I probably thought, oh, it won't be so long since we spoke, but if I looked, I bet it's two or three months, if not a bit before Christmas, maybe. Been a while. Yeah, that's true, because I was on... Ooh, when was the last time I was on your show? Because we have done a couple of collaborations with Still Game, and especially the Bake Off, those episodes got quite yeah philosophical, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, they did, yeah. Oh, we never finished that. We all got so sick of it. Everyone gave up. I think we did the, we did the semi-final, and we get my mum didn't want to do it. Luke was busy and I, I just couldn't be bothered. But you were bit I was just like, nah, can't be bothered. No, no wonder though. And all I'll say is if you want to hear our full opinions, then definitely go over to the Review It Yourself podcast and listen to those episodes because honestly not only were they like a lot of fun to record for, it was basically like a free therapy session, wasn't it? For both of us. I think so, yeah. You, you, you don't expect that when you start a, a cheeky bake-off series, but... Uh... It happens that way, doesn't it? I mean, that's the thing, though. And this is honestly such a British thing to start off the episode, to be fair, saying, oh, you look forward to the bake-off when it comes back and everything. But, I mean, it is one of those shows that every year it comes around and you're like, oh, I can't wait for it. And if it doesn't turn out, ironically enough, like the cakes, if it doesn't turn out (laughs) the way you hope it does, then it's like a waste of time, isn't it? Yeah, you feel a bit bit bitter. Yeah. Like too much lemon's been shoved in there. You don't... feel a bit, I don't know. The best bake-off year was in the middle of the lockdowns because it felt, you know, a little bit of kind of normality, but... And speaking of the lockdown times, which, you know, I'm pulling you back into... Oh, God, I can't believe, as of this episode, I can't believe that is a good two to three years ago now, isn't it, since that all kicked off? I think it's a week because I checked my foot. I don't know why. I've still got the the text on it, you know, and it said stay stay in your home. And I think it's the 27th of the 3rd. So I think it's almost a week till three years since that all started. I don't know where it's gone. I don't know where it's gone. It's because I got someone, oh, when was the last time you saw so-and-so? Oh, a couple of years ago. And you go, no, no, I can't have been. It was before then. And you think it was before the lockdowns, two years. So you think it's like five and you think, oh my God, like, it was, it's just... Because funny enough, I was actually talking to my co-host the other day and we were talking about how during like the beginning of the lockdown, obviously everybody couldn't get out. I'm actually just wondering, people listening to this in the future and thinking, what, what lockdown? What, you were in your house? You didn't have toilet paper, what? <laughs> but it was <laughs> weird to think that for a solid I mean year and a half practically but you know you could barely see anybody but I always remember for that whole year I couldn't see obviously nobody could see any other friends and so on and I remember he had dropped something off at my house obviously within social distancing. Get that disclaimer in there Satu. Oh absolutely but it was just <laughs> it was so weird though seeing him you know like behind the gate as it were and I was just like oh my god another human 
<laughs> I haven't seen you in ages. So out of curiosity, looking back in the podcast and obviously that relatively dark time in a lot of people's lives, because I've interviewed quite a few people on the show and a lot of them have said that the reason they've started doing their content creation was because of the lockdown, especially in the heat of the 2020s and everything. But from what I saw with your show, you started, am I right in saying it started in October 2021? Yeah, spot on. So I'm one of the strange ones who didn't start during lockdown. I'd never really heard of podcasts, never had anything to do with them. I thought podcasts were something Ricky, honestly, this I'm not lying, this is just what I, I thought podcasts were something Ricky Gervais has invented and I, I kind of knew he'd done it with Carl Pilkin because I loved the Nadita Bra. Didn't know an awful lot about it and was working and my mate who I'd worked with for, I've known for quite a while now, a few years, just the kind of mate where you'd go around and you'd watch films and you'd just have a laugh and just you know just take the piss out of each other and we were in a Weatherspoons as you are all, all the greatest ideas happen oh, of course <laughs> he said why don't we start a podcast I was like what, what do you mean well what's a podcast and he sat and kind of basically explained to me it's like a free form kind of like a radio show but it's not live and I thought oh okay and I was like I don't want to do that I was like I have no interest in doing that like why would I, I don't want to be out there like that why would I want to do that and he was like no it'll be fun so he kind of coaxed me into it after after a couple of uh, star paramans probably and I said oh, alright we'll, we'll give it a go and we started I think maybe June, July 2021 I did a show because good friends but very very different shows we watched growing up so this is true honest to God I was never allowed to watch I didn't watch like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers because my grandma thought it was uh, violent so I didn't watch like Dragon Ball Z stuff I didn't have any interest in those never watched them my dad wouldn't have certain American shows on because he couldn't stand the, the voices or the accents or whatever although like he loved Star Trek so I didn't watch an awful lot of the films he loves so he like loves Dragon Ball Z what was the other way he loves that I'd never loves Star Wars I'm, I'm not a Star Wars guy I've never have been I'm a Star Trek the old stuff the, the good stuff but I've never like never seen any 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 Star Wars stuff until he kind of dragged me into it and he said why don't we do a review show with the two of us but we ended up calling it I think Reluctant Reviews because it was kind of each week I would pick something but he hadn't seen films like Armageddon Braveheart and I was like where have you been so and he was like well where have you been you've never seen Star Wars I was like fair point that was how the show started and it only lasted about I think it lasted about 28 episodes or something until he said I don't I don't want to do it it's like he wasn't in the right frame of mind to do it and he was busy with jobs and moving and he basically said look I, I, you keep doing it you clearly love it like enjoy it more than I do I think like do it yourself keep doing it and that was where the idea for the title came from I didn't want to call it do it yourself for obvious reasons if you're dirty minded or no. the fact that someone <laughs> thought it might be like some kind of carpentry show and that was kind of so I, I spun off and started doing my own I always always held the hope that he would come back uh, he came back for a Star Wars episode that did relatively well but he just never happened I always thought he'd take a bit of time and he would come back so when I started first like two or three months which is weird to say um, my episodes were very like not a great sell for people listening but they, they weren't great they were just me kind of reading through the description of a film the odd thing where I'd get a name wrong or whatever and I was never going to have guests because I didn't know how you approach people <laughs> strange days imagine that now but uh, I didn't oh, kind yeah. of know how to approach <laughs> people or anything like that and then started talking to a, a, a fellow Scotsman of yours although he lives in London but let him off Ryan Walker from the Walk the Line podcast and he was like well I'll come on we'll do Die Hard and it was my first ever guest and then it just ran from there even though it was really short lived podcasting with a co-host is difficult in some ways because you've got to organise stuff around your work and stuff like that but on the other hand when, when you do it on your own it's 
sometimes easier because you can just fire it up and do an episode like right here, right now, if you want to, if you've got, you know, the time to do that. That's kind of where you yourself came from. I'm, I'm happy with the earlier episodes, but I think I got better with guests. It's always something that I kind of thought I'd go back to like episodes on my own, which I have done for my Patreon because I, I don't believe in, I know some people do and that's fair enough, but I don't believe in having a guest on and then saying, oh, by the way, I'm putting and put you behind a paywall because it's like, well, they're kind of, you know, audience might, if you were on mine now, it would be, well, my audience, your audience would want to listen to you, but I'm like, no, I'm going to put it behind wherever. I kind of thought at one point, well, what, what would happen if, <laughs> heaven forbid, if people stopped guesting, would I, would I continue on my own? But we'll have to see. I can clearly talk, as, as you've no doubt noticed. Oh, of course. I mean, that is a good treat for someone who runs a podcast, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of my job. It's talking to people and I meet lots of different people on a daily basis. So if I wasn't good at talking to people, I'd probably struggle. <laughs> I'm actually quite curious because you were obviously you were just saying there about how you used to have a co-host and sometimes you've done solo episodes. Would you say the solo episodes are easier or would you say they're kind of harder? Because I, I can totally see the pros and cons with a lot of them. Like if you watch a film or something and you think, oh, this is a fantastic film, I want to rave about this but then you get someone on who might have a completely different opinion which can be good sometimes but they're easier to edit they're easier to record they're easier to do i don't find them as much fun because as much as sometimes in my episodes and i'm editing i think will you shut the fuck up and let your guest talk sometimes when you when you record on your own there's times no one at a bounce off so for example and i'm going back over the halloween series now i reviewed the original halloween john carpenter's and then rick rosenthal's halloween too and i think those reviews like 15 minutes and 18 minutes long or something like that which is I mean that's an introduction for me nowadays that's absolutely (laughs) nothing for such like amazing films so and I was also quite inexperienced I didn't know because I'd done a podcast and was enjoying that kind of form of it I started doing podcasts as a pair and then you lose not lose your friend but you lose like your co-host so you're like right well how do I do it on my own and I'm very much someone who I like to bounce off somebody else because they can give you ideas oh yeah I like that bit and oh what about this next bit what did you think of this bit and that so it was tough in that sense and then for a while I was thinking I don't I don't know how far I'd go with this but I do prefer with a guest even if I mean sometimes you need to do one and, and it doesn't quite gel but that's human life you're not gonna you're not gonna have like amazing episodes every week but not to be I mean you know one is like there's not been harsh but no one is really I've just found like a, a great little group of people that I'm you know I'm expanding that that kind of like my regulars you know so it might be Bill or it might be Ben I want to get them on, a, on an episode together actually because I want to say welcome Bill and Ben but <laughs> yeah. that's quite happened yeah Ben's too busy jet setting so uh, you know I've yourself Luke Sarah loads of uh, probably Lassa my uh, German correspondent so you know you get all these different kind of people who, who give you something different and you know you can have a good conversation that's that's what I enjoy it's amazing though isn't it the amount of people that you actually do meet through podcasting which I know that sounds kind of weird to say like oh it's a common interest and you're meeting all these people with that common interest and you're coming together but I mean I always remember before I started podcasting personally I did a lot of streaming in 2020 and it wasn't until I think November 2020 was when I fully started throwing myself into the podcasting scene and everything and I've got to say I mean obviously bar you know one or two minor things that pop up you know what I mean there's always a minor drama or two yeah it seems to be getting more like that recently yeah Um, I've noticed that I don't know why I don't know why like really pedantic responses I poke fun because my majority audience are American I think they're like 54% UK is like 38 it's dropped Germany and then Australia and I think wherever else and you know you you get people listening I poke fun at things so on my last episode that I've recorded with uh, we were 
talking about Halloween and they said hangers. So like we talked about Michael Myers and I was saying, oh yeah, you twist the coat hanger. She jabs him in the eye and he said hangers. And I was like, don't you say coat hangers? Like, cause we say coat hangers for, for whether they're on a, if there's a coat or not. So, but I like little things. So I poke fun at stuff like that. And I got a really pedantic response. Like there's no right or wrong way to do it. I was like, I'm just joking for Christ's sake. We're talking about films. Like don't worry about it. What was the matter with you? Like if you're that concerned about people joking on Twitter, get off Twitter. But I suppose if that happened, there'd be nobody on Twitter, would there? So. I mean, that's Twitter being Twitter, to be fair. Like, I always remember years ago, this kind of solidified it for me that no matter how big or small you are on Twitter, you're always going to get that one person who's going to call you out for something, but nothing, you know, important or nothing controversial or anything. Because I always remember, I think I was playing Battlefront 2, the Star Wars game, and I remember I was playing through and I didn't realise that there were unlockable characters that you could play as and everything and I was like oh wow this is really cool you know after all these years I never knew so I took to Twitter you know I just I put it on saying oh this is cool they're from this particular show and then I remember this guy like completely losing it being like well actually it's this and that half of me wanted to go back to him and say well actually you're wrong because blah 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 but then the other half you kind of think life's too short that's what people want I think sometimes I mean I, I think you know to turn your, turn your phone off or your laptop up and go up and talk to people it's, it's, it's a lot of the stuff I see I see on the socials and it makes you very kind of fed up of them because there's people on there and they might be talking about a film and all of a sudden they'll throw politics into it and oh this film's very divisive well, no it's, it's a film if I say it's shit and you say it's good alright well, we'll, we'll agree to disagree let's have a chat about it but I'd never get like annoyed or bothered about it or when did we start equating politics with this support this so I don't like them what's that got to do with anything I have no interest whatsoever in who you vote for and it, you have no interest in who I vote it's, it's none of my business it's none of your business either I, th- I think part of that's because Twitter, I know it's a bit different in different parts of the world, but you just act like. I don't, I don't get it. That's why I, I haven't got any rules on my podcast, barring no politics, no pandering, which is kind of like just a kind of jokey way of saying I'm not, I don't care if everybody else likes it. If I don't like it, I'm going to say so, which, which I think everyone should be like. And then no point was just a joke because I just ramble on. Yeah, I, I, it does do your head in sometimes because for a long time, the little small part of Twitter we've got with the f- people doing the podcast, and particularly indie podcasts, has been really nice and quite sweet. And yeah, the odd, the odd oddball, but that's life. And, you know, you just crack on with it. And recently it seems to be coming, not only is the reach of Twitter seemingly it's absolutely fallen through the floor oh, all yeah. of a sudden. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but like go back about three or four months, some of our posts were getting seen by like a thousand people, which is like, whoa, that's mad. Now you're talking like 60, 70, you know, like, what the hell's going on? I completely agree. I've seen a complete drop. I have to say, I remember actually saying that on Twitter and then ironically enough, that tweet got viewed quite a lot and I was like, oh, great, I've just, shot myself in the foot with that one but no I completely agree like ever since the obvious takeover of Twitter and everything there has been a significant drop and I feel as if that definitely hurts I mean not even just podcasters like any indie content creator who wants to put themselves out there because I mean it was bad enough when I was trying to promote myself with streaming and obviously everyone and their mother wants to be like a streamer so like having to battle or not battle that's the wrong word but having to get yourself 
have noticed and then obviously the algorithm or whatever works in the background if that's not helping you then it's just pushing you back and you do think well why am I on Twitter why am I on this if yeah it's not going to help no it's good for interaction I'll give it that oh yeah but I mean to be fair though I've seen a bit of a pick up on Instagram so maybe that's the way to go I, I don't know yeah you do have days where you just think I could very easily just get rid of this because it doesn't sit my, my numbers aren't exactly flying through the roof so, <laughs> so what's the point so but we'll see we'll see it is quite a demoralising thing going on to a slight negative and I apologise for bringing down the mood I know we're light hearted I swear I'll look back we're a Scotsman and a Northern Englishman what were you expecting it's not going to stay positive for very long is it <laughs> yeah I don't want to say but you know it's, it's true it's true <laughs> the stereotype is real but it can be demoralising though if you find out yourself that whenever you look at an episode and you think oh I've put my heart and soul into this or oh I've put a lot of effort I thought it went really well and then all of a sudden it doesn't do as well yeah it's odd it's it's very very odd and there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason for it the episodes that I have that consistently do well across the board in that four of them are in my top 10 listened are the ones with Bill and I love talking to Bill I, I said to Bill we had a really like a proper good chat off uh, like when we weren't recording uh, just about how it was going for us both and we were like really honest because Bill is like he is as he sounds like that was part of the reason why I first contacted him and he knows this I contacted Bill from Bill Reads Bad Views because he's so positive I thought there's no way this lad's this positive like th- this has got to be an act and I'm not saying he was fake he knows what I mean and he, he takes it he knows what I mean I talked to him and I thought my god this, this is actually what you're like but we had a proper down to earth conversation and I said to him the reason why I haven't stopped doing the podcast if I'm honest is because I've met some like brilliant people and I've thought well I could stop podcasting but I wouldn't chat with them and I wouldn't chat with them and it's a funny thing but it can be really demoralising when, when you, you do an episode and you listen to it and you're laughing and you think this is good this and it doesn't seem to have much impact and then you see and I know you shouldn't compare yourself but of course you do because it's human like I don't believe anyone who says you don't they don't compare themselves you might listen to some other podcasts that are doing really well and fair play to them like I would you know I'm not trying to drag people down or anything like that of course but not but you listen to some others and think as Ben from Film Floggers put it it's no shit of the mind so where are they going right and where am I going you know you don't know and that's part, part of the thing with podcasting is you just don't know and another thing is that yeah there's there's all like you get followed by like hundreds of or maybe thousands if you're lucky of like indie podcasters and people who might watch film where's the rest where's all the other people where's the actual audience because it's alright having like hundreds of podcasters on there but where are these millions that listen to Joe Rogan every week where you know I'm not saying my podcast anywhere near that I've never listened to an episode I've seen clips we've all stumbled across clips but you know fair play to him but you just wonder where are all these millions and I don't think it helps with I think you put did you put the question up about or commented on it about famous people having podcasts and I mean every, every show now every bloody show it has a podcast like The Last of Us listen to The Last of Us podcast I'm like why? Podcasts like seems to be quite a unique thing and yet it seems to just be like every a BBC Sport podcast and you're like really? I love listening to, to podcasts about about my football team but the majority of them are independent because they're just fans talking about something or that I love because it's like talking to your mate which is what I like from my podcast so I mean that's something I'm about to not rant about nicely point out in a minute but I know exactly the tweet you're talking about it was from I think it was Rumble Studio they were basically saying should celebrities be taking over the podcast space or should they leave it to indie creators and you were making an absolutely fantastic point 
points there, but yeah, I'd said on there that it's a double-edged sword, because on the one hand, I completely agree, it is in a way pushing the attention away from indie podcasters, but at the same time, Casting Views, another fantastic podcast, they had brought up a very good point of celebrities kind of being used to bring attention yeah. to the medium, a bit like how D&D is so popular because of things like Critical Role and, well, Stranger Things as well, but that's another episode. <laughs> At the same time, it does bring attention, and I can see it in that regard, but then on the other hand, and this is something that really frustrates me with, especially with streaming, because when I started streaming, I remember I was very hesitant because the stigma was so bad and so negative around it. Everybody said, all you have to do is just turn on your camera, play a video game, that's it, you'll be famous and everything. And there was a lot of very gatekeepy people to say, you should be doing this, you should be doing that. And then when you don't achieve those goals, then you start to think, well, am I not cut out for this? Am I doing terrible? And no, not at all. I think as well for podcasting, like I don't think it's as prevalent, but it's certainly popping up. Just in terms of when you first start out and even up to a year, like a year, you take a lot of advice, but that doesn't mean all the advice you're going to take is going to be good. Absolutely. Oh, do this, do that. Like I, speaking of random tweets, like someone, I read a tweet saying like, you should always introduce yourself when you start your podcast. Like your episode, you know, like, hi, I'm Sean from Review Yourself. And I'm like, I don't do that. I introduce the podcast and then my guest. But what is the likelihood someone's going to end up saying, oh, well, they might have it on shuffle and whatever. I'm like, well, if someone has it on shuffle and they enjoy it, then they'll go and find out what I'm called. Like they don't, I don't need to drop my name in it every five seconds. But you do see that kind of, you know, all these things. You, you read them, I think Spotify, I wasn't say Frank, Spotify for podcasters has just put one on today about do this and do that. And you think, well, really? I, you know, and then you got good pods out. I'm on the fence with them. I, I mean, it's nice to get emails, this, that, and the other. But when you look at the, like, oh, you're number 55 in the all time weekly indie podcast week or whatever it is. And then you look down the list and the lists are repeated or the lists don't match up with what you've been told. And you think, well, hang on a minute, what's going on here? Good pods is good, but you see the majority of the same podcasts up near the top, which I suppose you're going to see. But if their mission is to put the spotlight on indie podcasters, I appreciate their efforts, but I think there's still a long way to go. I wouldn't know what to do. So I'm not saying I know the answers. But one thing that I kind of like about podcasting is, but I also is one of the biggest gripes is like the lack of feedback you'll get feedback from other podcasters but you feel like a lot of the time you're just kind of screaming at the void in respect of kind of you put your episode out there and you don't know you don't get anything back from it you don't you know unless i mean there's people who'll give you a very nice like review or maybe do it on apple or google reviews whatever but you don't get that kind of feedback of a lot so it's hard to know kind of where you're going wrong like i tried to take a lot of people's advice and then in the end i was just like you know what i don't know when the, the penny dropped was but i thought you know what i'm just going to make a podcast that i would like to listen to and that's it and I, I, I gush about them to be fair but you know I've spoken to Ben and it, we've done a few episodes together and he's, he's a he's a great guy but that was the first podcast I ever listened to was, was Film Vloggers because I typed in films to try and find out what was out there and it was when I was trying to figure out the name and trying to look and see well what were the people going to be called because I wanted to call it something like faffing around off you know something like that but before I thought about what my friend had said I listened to theirs and I just I absolutely loved it making a podcast that other people like I love Film Vloggers I think it's brilliant you know you have Ben when he has Fiona who's his, his partner they just argue and bicker which I think is hilarious she's just telling him come on get quicken up and she's Irish she's like come on quicken up you, you, and he's, he's a proper waffler very much like myself he just waffles uh, but, but he, he's funny you've got Ben and Tom when they do theirs that's, I think they went to uni together I'm not sure you tell them they're good mates they, they'll really deep dive into a film and their episodes are good reviews then you have Ben and Dan Mackles from Canada who is big into the Canucks and their episodes are great Dan's really positive and Ben's just miserable and it works like it's a good dynamic and I've been lucky enough to 
kind of getting them. But when I listen to their episodes, they are just a chat between two people or a few people. That's what I want my podcast to be like. I don't, people have said, like, I got, I can't, this is true. This this is true. This is I, I had a proper wobble a while, one of my first proper wobbles about should I continue? And I asked for advice and I got someone to inbox me. I've never kind of collabed with them or anything. And they said like, oh, well, I've listened to an episode and I can't remember which one it was. And they said, oh, you tend to go off. <laughs> this is true. I swear to God. They said, you tend to go off on tangents. Maybe if you cut those out, you'd have a good review. <laughs> I thought, if I cut those out, I wouldn't have anything left. I honestly believe like there's this thing, there's literally millions of podcasts out there, especially about films. So people will listen to it. People will listen to your podcast for you and your co-host. They'll listen, hopefully listen to my episodes because of me and the guests I bring on. And hopefully I make, you know, have a bit of a laugh and pick up a few bits of trivia because there's no point trying to like, oh, this sounds negative, but there's no point trying to make the bestest ever superdest podcast. And that's not me being patronizing to anybody, but there's that many out there. It's like, no, instead of trying to like be the best, just be the best at what you do, whether it's streaming games, whether it's just chatting about films, whether it's you know trying to break an American spirit, man, making him watch really bad films, Bill. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> whether it's getting people on to defend their favorite film or going to a bit of history or, or review the Bake Off, whatever it might be, try and be the best at what you can do. I don't know whether I succeeded, but I'm certainly trying. But I'm at a point now where I'm like, I'll keep what I like. And if I, I think the episode's decent, it'll go out. If I don't, it, well, not that it won't, but that makes sense. <laughs> no, I, I completely agree with you because, I mean, going back to when I was talking about other content creators, like especially in either streaming or YouTube or whatever, I feel as if this is like a bad problem see when it comes to the indie content creator sphere in general that they idolise one particular type of content creator you know whether it's like gamers for PewDiePie Markiplier I'm sure my age here <laughs> you know whether it's like them or you know with you know, God forbid like someone looking up to Joe Rogan with podcasts or as I said before like Critical Role you know they want to be well not everybody but there's some who want to be like them or they want to be the next type of either podcaster, gamer, content creator, whatever. And because of that, they try to put on like a very fake, persona like I mean that's especially the case for VTubers and things like that I've seen a lot of that where people use an avatar and pretend oh I'm a 3000 year old witch or something like that it's like what the hell is going on here on Twitch but yeah they really lose themselves in that if that makes sense and it doesn't seem very genuine I completely agree I think that people need to feel comfortable with what they're putting across they can't just sit here and say oh I'm gonna act like this I'm gonna put on a funny persona like if that's your gimmick and you're good at it then yeah by all means like definitely go for it go do acting if you're that good go act there's more money in that yeah if you're doing it because you want to be somebody else like I mean the amount of people who I've seen who have said things like oh I want to be just like game grumps or oh I want to be like I was going to make a bake-off joke there and say like oh I want to be like Paul Hollywood but I don't think those words have ever been uttered. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He does well with the ladies. <laughs> well, oh, that is true. That is true. I take it back, uh, Mr. Hollywood. Apologies. Imagine the breakfast in bed. Oh, well. I mean, whether or not it's worth a night before is up to your own personal preferences, but imagine the breakfast. Same with uh, Prue Leith. Same with Prue. Think of the breakfast. You know what? I, th- I think I'll pass on the <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> I, th- I think I'll just get a premier in up the road. <laughs> just get me a premier. I know it's like, what, £10 extra? Ah, that's fine. That's fine. I'll get one of those like heated <laughs> oh yeah anyway my nightmares aside <laughs> 
Now, good point, but yeah, sacrifices have to be made. No, it is, it is though, like, I think people will work out when you're not being genuine. I just think they will, because you just, especially indie podcasters, I've just, I don't know why you do it, but we're just people talking into a microphone, generally, either with a friend or like this, with, you know, Peter from other places. I, I think if you, if you try, God, I'm exhausted. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> Could you? I couldn't be bothered. I couldn't be bothered. Like, it's just like, oh, I can't be fussed, you know? Like, I, I was going to say one thing, and this is true. I, I'll continue to podcast cast for as long as I enjoy it and as long as it's fun and then I will stop and think that was a good few years I've been lately thinking I would get to two years which is about another six months and a couple of weeks and see how I do and then if I decide right yeah I've had a good run uh, it was a good run but not time for something different but maybe I'd keep guesting on people if they wanted but I don't know because I've put out that much stuff I think I've I've calmed down to once a week so I don't think I'll burn myself out get to a couple of years in and think right you've dedicated two years of your life to, not like of your life because I do work it but you've dedicated two years of effort of putting an episode out every week which i think is something that i don't think gets appreciated enough in terms of like that's a it's a big effort that i had someone ask me if i worked yeah i work like what do you think i'd do but yeah yeah i will i'll do it for as long as i enjoy it and then when i feel like you know i I don't enjoy it anymore or it's taking up too much time then then it'll end not to get depressing it's just just i'm quite pragmatic like that i'll do it for as long as i enjoy it and then but i do that two years does have a it's a point in my head that i've got where i think if i would say if i haven't seen much growth but i suppose that's probably the best way of putting it but i just ignore my childishness but um that's probably what i'm thinking is is it gets a couple of years in and see, see what i think but that's the thing though that i think a lot of new podcasters and especially listeners I think don't really take into account to be honest the fact that it is practically like a second job it irritates me so damn much when I see people who maybe they are successful with podcasting and you know what like all power to them fantastic job but I hate whenever I see these kind of podcasters who through whatever means they've accumulated like a small following and everything and then suddenly they think that because they're at this kind of pinnacle that they'll start giving out their advice as gospel. But don't get me wrong, there are a few who have done the same thing and they give out absolutely fantastic advice and everything so it's not to detract from that but it's the ones that kind of get too big for their boots. You'll know the ones that mean that they'll kind of be like, you have to do this you have to do that, acting as if it's like a catch-all solution and I've moaned about this on Twitter before but it is that idea that, oh, if you do this you do that and beyond the basics obviously good audio quality or editing and things you know that's the bare basics but when it comes to things like oh you have to do this you have to do that or like that person said to you oh, you have to cut your tangents out I think they were being genuinely helpful and it wasn't Mark from Visually Stunning Movie Podcast the only reason I say that is because before then I've just realised I made before way back when he gave me the idea to snip out the tangents and make extra episodes out of them which I did for a while so it wasn't him it was was later than that I just I, I had to point out just in case yeah I've definitely mentioned before that he suggested the tangents but no it was, it was a different thing of eliminate them altogether and then you'd have a review so well, well how many places out there do you get a review of something like, I want this to be like I've just recorded earlier on today Halloween Kills you know with uh, the Film Effect podcast Ed from there that was such a I'd never chatted with him before such such a good conversation such a, a good review and I, he came into it thinking I was going to just shit all over the film and I genuinely enjoyed it and we had a really good deep dive into it a couple of Loomis impressions thrown in there has Michael killed again and all 
that. It was it was really good fun. And you know, you have episodes, the majority of my episodes are like that, where I think, you know what, that I really enjoyed that. But I'm gonna say it, and I don't want it this to sound awful, but do you know when people say, Oh, I'd do it if no one listened? I'm like, would you? Would you really? Like I wouldn't. I tell a lot, I would chat to a group of maybe six or seven people that I would want to keep in touch with. But outside of that, because you do it to hope that people will enjoy it, or they'll get something different from it. I'm not a big podcast guy, but I follow YouTubers. I'm, I don't have a YouTube channel or anything, but I watch certain YouTubers who I won't name because people are like, oh, they're like, whatever. I watch podcasts about films and about politics and all sorts of different stuff. I love it and I enjoy them and I watch them because I like the people and I like the way they put things across. I can't remember the last time I went on to Rotten Tomatoes ever and read, oh, I read the audience ones at the bottom. I don't read the critic ones. I have no interest in them whatsoever. I have no interest in some of them from the bigger sites because, well, who pays them? Certain films, they can't all be amazing. <laughs> they can't all be that good. Like, this just isn't possible by the law of averages. So I've gone to see films purely because a certain YouTuber's gone, oh, that, that was really good. No, okay then. So I'd like to think that people would be like, well, you know, review it yourself. You know, I might get different episodes and different guests, but I'm going to get exactly what, what Sean thinks. <laughs> I don't think I sugarcoat it. I might be polite with guests if I disagree with the film. I'm not going to kind of kick off and be like, no, 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 like you're talking shit. Like I would never get like that because you wouldn't last long getting guests on for a start and it's rude. But at the same time, I am very comfortable to be like, no, this, no, I'm sorry. Like Clayton, bless him from uh, Men Who Like Men Who Like Movies when he came on and we reviewed, <laughs> we reviewed, uh, it was good fun, but for when we reviewed Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 and I was like, no, I'm sorry, this is, this is dreadful. Like, oh, that was really bad. It's not about lying about it. It'd be like, oh, it was amazing. No, I didn't enjoy it, but you can have a, this is people forget, well, certainly on Twitter and other social medias that you can vehemently disagree with somebody but still have a civil discourse it's, it's not impossible it's not it's quite you know and you learn things no one's ever been convinced that they were wrong by being shouted at ever in human history as anybody yet say I'm getting all history now but no one's ever been convinced if I, if I turned up at your street corner and started shouting at you at work saying you're right yeah, you you know you voted for this you've done this hang on a minute like, this is never going to convince anybody you've talked to people and then it's like well I don't agree with 99% of what you said but I can see why you think that way but maybe it's not because of that maybe it's because of that you know this is why I don't do politics sorry I'm trying to <laughs> <laughs> no you're fine the thing about podcasting though is it's a very personal thing it is definitely you exposing your ideals and opinions and things through even something as silly as for example video games films tv shows you know things that if you had an opinion about it you having a positive or a negative opinion really isn't gonna affect things in the wider scope of things because there's been a lot of things that i've said oh this is rubbish and then i thought oh my god what if people think that this is the worst thing ever or whatever but i mean at the end of the day that's why i put a lot of disclaimers in my episodes and I'll say things like this is my opinion and whether or not you enjoy this go for it like especially because I've reviewed a lot of video game franchises like the Sonic the Hedgehog series which is infamous for a lot of fans getting heated the same with anime as well there's a lot of fans that if you say certain things they'll go oh I don't like this or I don't agree with you and it's perfectly fine it's passion it's passion isn't it yeah exactly I think it's it's been seen in, in big franchises where people aren't happy with the way they go but the vocal minority will be the ones who, who maybe go on certain sites and, and say oh it's amazing it's amazing well if people you know people are passionate about something they're going to go one way or the other maybe that's part of the beauty of it being maybe not for yourself because you're getting a bit of a following but maybe for a small indie podcast like myself in that um, you're not that kind of you, you haven't been listened to that much that people would get annoyed but then with what you say I mean I, I would never tell anybody not to watch a film but I would jokingly say stuff like probably you already said it on this where I'd say 
say, oh, you know, when you want to tell somebody, oh, don't waste your time, honestly. But hey, if you want to go spend your time and watch it, come back and we'll talk about how bad it was. I'd never say to somebody like that, that yeah, you should never like it. It's just an opinion. But I think hopefully it, it comes across all right. I, I think it was probably the mid to late 2000s slash early 2010s where there would be a lot of very popular creators that would come on and whether it be for film reviews or video game reviews and they would be purposely like a character they would be purposely over the top and very aggressive with their opinions and say this is the worst thing ever and oh it's terrible and you know don't get me wrong there is a place for that in comedy and everything but when you get people who adopt that personality and then they try to make like a similar show similar podcasts and things and they're like oh if you like this then you know because nobody wants to be like oh boy someone's talking about my favourite TV show or my favourite game or my favourite film and then hear some random person from across the pond saying oh yeah this is the worst thing ever I hate it I hate it I hate everyone who likes it and you think at the end of the day we're doing this to entertain not only you know everyone else but ourselves as well but if you love it if you love it do I have anything I love that much um, I don't know, Red Dwarf for example my favourite comedy ever somebody could come back and say oh I think every and a lot of people do oh, I think everything from series 7 onwards is dreadful oh, alright then you rant about it well not rant you kick off about it I'm not bothered because your opinion on something does not yours but somebody else's opinion on something doesn't affect my opinion on it which is something I, I've never I don't understand that when it's like oh well I love this well I hate it I think it's terrible and the people are like well you, you know you're missing this and you're missing that well I'm not trying to convince I'm not trying to convince you it's bad so why are you trying to convince me it's good? It's just my opinion. And I just, I think the last 10, 12 years, I think the world's gone in a way of where, well, no, we need people who agree. Well, no. Diversity of opinion is absolutely beautiful. Great. It's what you need. Of course, that's going to mean, well, outside of film podcasts, and of course, that's going to mean some people all things, whole views that, that are horrendous. But back in the, you know, in the, the wide world, but that's just, it's, it's an unfortunate fact of life. <laughs> but inside podcasting, it's like, well, yeah, people are going to dislike it, but I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to bother me. I've got work and I've got my car to sort and I've got this to sort. I don't care less but you know even if someone it's like a, what you know you get like you want star reviews I've got two of them two of them and you think but no comment as to why which I always think well at least let me know like if it's because I say I don't know like too much which is just a sad fact of where I'm from then let like fine let me know but the fact that someone's taking the time to say that it's like I remember once when another podcaster joking you know joking they gave me four stars on good pods because I didn't know because I'd never seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show when I was doing a review and a lot of people kind of jumped to my defence oh but you don't do that to other podcasters we all five star and I thought well no it was a joke and I knew they'd done it and we we had a laugh but, you know over the chat about it and oh don't worry about it I was just happy to get the flipping interaction I don't care what, I don't care what people give me and, and, and I also don't agree I, like, I don't think you should go around giving one stars but don't go around five starring people for the sake of it because if there's a bit of feedback you want to give somebody then you know oh I like this but this part doesn't really work for me great because then you can take it on board and think well, are they right if someone said to me oh I've listened to The Whale we've just done The Whale and the first 10-15 minutes are talked about Harry Potter because it's it's tied in to what we're talking about but you know you go off on a tangent but that's a natural conversation which is what I want a pod- my podcast to be if someone came back and said well I'd, I've listened to that whale review and I liked half of it but the other half of it was kind of pointless I'm like well yeah I, I understand why you'd think like that but I like it it was part of the conversation and I don't keep everything in but you know that's fair enough but thank you for you know they've given me three stars oh, thank you thank you for your interaction thank you for listening and maybe if you didn't like this one maybe go check out one 
one of my ones with Bill or one of my ones with you know like you like cook, cooking or cooking go and listen to the to the Bake Off ones you know different things like that I'm, I don't take it personally in, in that way or at least I don't you know I mean I can't say if I got like a slew of abuse I wouldn't be a bit shocked but you know, you know what I mean? but you know people are entitled to their opinions and if they don't like what you've done at least they've listened to it and they've taken their time like that's another thing like people taking their time to listen to like an hour and a half of my podcast like, I listen to other people's podcasts and you know you've got uh, if it's bills I listen to it on the drive home or the drive to work sometimes depending on when he puts it out if it's one of film vloggers I might have to do it over you know maybe half an hour from my lunch and then maybe a bit on the way home or the way to work or whatever so you, you've got you make time for these within your day so I don't take that for granted because I mean I, I think the issue comes from see when people disagree but then they use that opinion as absolute fact or rather they treat it like absolute fact and be like oh well because I don't like because this is a thing that I've never really understood too much where there's like a lot of people who say that they'll say oh I don't like tangents and podcasts and things and obviously if you're listening to say a historical podcast and they spend like the first 50 minutes on something completely different and then maybe like five minutes at the end on the actual topic okay yeah I can understand that if it's like a factual one or maybe an audio drama or something like I can understand it for that but for especially for like you and I with our podcast where we're just talking to people we're trying to make it out or trying to make it like a conversation you don't want people to think that it's just so cut and dry and boring and uh, as you said before like diversity especially in podcasting is a wonderful thing it exposes you to so many different ideas not only with the hosts but also the way they conduct the episodes and everything because seeing all honesty I think I would be thoroughly bored see if everybody's was just exactly the same cut and dry just straight to the facts and everything and kind of hopping onto one of your earlier points there just about not going with the consensus there was a film I saw I think it must have been a couple of months ago when it came out called Smile have you seen it? No not yet Smile was uh, it was like it was some weird horror film where people go around and they get possessed by like this weird demon thing and they start smiling creepily and I remember when I actually saw this particular film in the cinema with my partner the entire audience I don't know maybe this is a Scottish thing so I don't know like how well it did in the north of England either but like the whole audience was just laughing and rolling their eyes and going oh my god but see when you went on the internet you would think it was Oscar worthy everybody was raving about it five stars the creepiest thing you would ever see and I personally thought it was terrible but at the same time yeah it's going back to what you were saying that you don't want to dictate to people you don't want to say oh you should be watching this you shouldn't be watching that I'm suspicious when people rate things so highly that I'm like, well, what, nothing? And then I also see a lot of, and this isn't just podcasts, this is across the board of, I don't know, say like, I've not seen Smile, but as an example, oh, I went to see this film. Acting wasn't great, script wasn't great, wasn't directed very well, but I had a few laughs, seven out of ten. I'm like, what? You've just described the majority of a film? That's like saying, I've bought a new car, doesn't run, got no wheels, got no tax, windscreen's falling out. It's like the loner from the mask. Yeah. Yeah, not a bad run about 8 out of 10 what it doesn't work I get a bit suspicious when things are like oh my god 5 out of t- five, out of five, 10 out of 10 never seen anything as good in my life you're like really okay well, fair enough like okay yeah go for it tell me why like there's nothing you could have picked out that was like I mean maybe this is just the typical northern pessimism but is there nothing that you found was like even my favourite films that I can still go mm, yeah I know where people are coming from I get why people would you know like Halloween Kills when that review's out there's a lot of 
bits where I'm like, yeah, I really enjoyed this film, but I can see why people don't like the fact that they sideline Laurie or where people don't like the fact they say Evil Dies Tonight 29 times. Or I get where people might not be happy with this and I get that. And I try to look at it from as many points as I can, but then I've still got my opinion in the middle of it. So it's that thing really, that kind of thing really is. Because for me, indie podcasters, the majority of them, they're not saying what they're saying because they're going to get like money from it or access to the next red carpet or the next the next press screening or whatever. And I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not saying people who go to those things like I'm no judgment on them. I'm just saying like there's nothing in it for the majority of indie podcasters so they'll tell you what they think. In terms of films, they'll say oh, I, I didn't like it or I liked it because it's not like they don't work for any of the companies or they're not paid by them or what. Do, do you know? What I mean? I'm not trying to be all really conspiratorial about it, but because there's nothing in it for them, I, I think it's you're gonna get more of an honest opinion in a way. Maybe that's a bit not an honest opinion, but you know I, I just prefer to get my reviews from places like that than I do from some like big site or whatever. It's that idea though of critical thinking now isn't it which seems like a weird thing to say about you know especially for films but it's that idea of like you're looking at a reviewer for a film or like a podcast or whatever and on the one hand you get what you were saying the 5 out of 10 it's the best thing ever it cured my illness kind of thing but then you get the other people who are just downright negative about it but they're negative not because the film's bad or anything it's because of their disposition like they think oh I don't like this actor or oh I think this change from the book or whatever is bad therefore the whole film's bad you know and it is that kind of worry that you are thinking I mean you want to take everything with a grain of salt but it is that balance it definitely is that balance and I do think you personally like with your show you do have like a lot of good points obviously the review yourself podcast is great and I'm not just saying that because you are on but you do make a lot of good points and a lot of balance points when it needs to be said because I feel as if especially with new podcasters there's nothing wrong would you agree with this there's nothing wrong with you know, maybe being a bit unbalanced at the beginning, but then trying to find your feet later on to establish your niche. Yeah, I agree. I think just to address the, the point before that about being overtly negative, I think the majority, the majority of people who might be seen as negative about something, I think a lot of it comes from disappointment. And what does disappointment come from? Passionate. Like your favourite book is, is getting ad- adapted for the TV or the big screen and it comes along and you go... Oh, you know that it disappointed personally sometimes I'm a little bit annoyed not annoyed that's right. sometimes I'm a little bit irked by only a little bit by the fact that I might have read a book and then I go and see the film and I'm like wasn't a big fan of that and then when I get told it's perfect I'm like what what am I not seeing Skyfall's a great example although I've not read the book because there isn't one but Skyfall or Spectre or, or No Time to Die like really massively highly rated films and I'm like mm, I don't see it I've tried with Skyfall I've honestly I've really really tried I've watched it multiple times to try and think right what am I maybe this time I miss something what is everybody else seeing that i'm not and and sometimes you just you just can't see it like i don't know what people are seeing because but I, I think that's the beauty in films like a beauty in podcasters as well in that in the, there's such a massive like a film that one person might just think oh i won't watch that i don't even i don't talk to me about it i won't entertain it someone could absolutely like someone could absolutely love it got me through a really rough time or whatever that's fantastic i think at the root of 99.9 percent of people's opinion especially on films and tv and media and stuff like that it is from passion 
and disappointment because something hasn't lived up to what they want. I think Star Wars, although I'm not I'm not into it, I've got friends who were massively into it. I think that's the root of that. That the expectations is uh, how good they were and well not were, but the, how good the originals seem to be and then you know, were the prequels as good and then were the what do they call it? The, the last trilogy, I don't know what they call it. Legacy trilogy or whatever they call it. Oh the sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the one. I've got a clue. But I see, see in terms of like the there's a like a massive thing around them of like this disappointment. Well just because somebody doesn't like it doesn't automatically mean they don't like it because of who's in it or because of who's directed it it didn't work for them people have every every right to like not see how serious it is though it shouldn't even be this serious like at the end of the day it's <laughs> like a, a indie podcast the majority are, are people like regular working people who you know or they could not be working for whatever reason regular people who, who are watching a film and then they come on and they say oh do you know what I thought this was alright and then I might get a, you know a mate on or someone that you know or another podcast that say oh well what did you think about this and what about that bit and what about this bit and it's just it's just a chat and not it doesn't matter in a bad way but it does what does it matter like people getting really upset about it we're watching millionaires <laughs> play act this is not something to get bothered about you know we're watching millionaires get get you know they get paid a lot of money to pretend and to act you know that's not me doing it down and fair play to them for, for working out and getting the money they've got but why get so bothered about it i mean that's oh it's a bit rich coming from you well maybe a bit yeah <laughs> i've got my faults you know I, I come on and i have a bit of a whinge about something i didn't like this or i didn't like that even like the mummy 2017 which i think oh don't talk to me about that but i don't for one minute think that anybody on that film who put the hard work in was going out there to make an awful film i don't think that at all every film there's pressures and they take time uh, you know because I'm one of these people who watches the behind the scenes stuff there's a hell of a lot there's hundreds of people sometimes thousands that pull together to get that film finished and I you know it's not a comment on them or their hard work sometimes it just doesn't work for one person in particular it's a weird one isn't it the thing is as well though I mean you made a good point there about that there are so many people that do work on it and I feel as if when people have so much choice nowadays let's face it with the internet you know you have so much choice for media for content and things like that and bringing it back onto podcasts for a second the amount of podcasts that you will hear for example as you brought up at the beginning with like the BBC or podcasts like that that have been produced very professionally with like a team of editors and things so when you get a podcast that is an indie podcast like mine especially it feels that there's so much that I could do to kind of clean up and everything and you know what it's like as well when you compare your recent episodes episodes to the first couple of episodes because I remember listening to my early episodes thinking oh they're not so bad you know they're not bad and then I compare them to the new ones and I think oh sweet Jesus I should have taken out that I should have taken out this my, yeah my first episode was recorded on my phone <laughs> oh really what? My, yeah my first episode was recorded <laughs> on my phone it's dead breathy I overused what was the words I, I, I realised that I overused when I didn't really obviously I overused obviously all the time and all sorts of different words and you think oh god and it's funny cause you start to get to know other strange ways that you will end things my strange phrase to end things is uh so yeah no uh thanks for coming on that's what i do so yeah no thanks for and i realized because uh one of my episodes is coming out with sarah from weird horizon which is the first time i got i got uh, a fit of giggles which is staining don't worry it's staining because i just i lost it because i couldn't and you know when you're trying to get the episode finished and I, the more and more i was trying the more i was getting it should be good fun let's do if nothing else but I'd, I'd lost it whether i was tired or what but i'd lost it it was you know yeah i try and polish them as much as i can but they're just you know I try and make them at least listenable. But that's part of the fun, though, because if it was all doom and gloom, like, no one would listen to podcasts. <laughs> 
that's the thing. I feel as if some people who do, you know, they'll put themselves out there and they'll be like, oh, this is what you should do, that's what you should do. And they kind of forget, A, the fact that sometimes it should be lighthearted. Like, obviously, I'm not saying things like true crime podcasts should be lighthearted. Obviously not. But at the same time, you want to make it your own thing. You want to make it, as you were saying, like a conversation. You want to make it into something that people recognise and they feel like they can approach. Because, I mean, there's nothing worse than jumping into, like, episode, I don't know, 100 of something. And then the people are just like, well, if you haven't listened to the other 99 (laughs) episodes, what are you doing here? Get back and listen to the very first thing. I have to admit, whenever someone says, I can't remember who it was, but it was one of my friends, was like, oh, I'm listening to your podcast. I really love it. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so lovely of you. Thank you so much. And he went, yeah. And they sent me a screenshot and it was episode one. And I was like, oh no, oh no, no, no. It's like, you've probably seen it going around, but you know that Breaking Bad gif of the main character? He's like locked in a car and he's like banging against the window, like yelling. He's just like, that's how I feel. I'm just like, no, don't listen to episode one. There's so many better episodes and you're trying to think of it. Oh, it's all about growing though at the end of the day. And just, as you said, you summed it up perfectly earlier, but it is all about having fun and enjoying it for yourself because, I mean, people are going to know though if you're not enjoying it and you're just kind of reading it off a script quite yeah. monotone. Like today, I am reviewing a B-movie. It was okay. I meant to say earlier, we all have our own personal preferences for podcasts. I don't mind ones that go on tangents, but if I click on something and I have to listen to like 15 minutes of talking about, and I know some podcasts do this in Fair Play, but we have chatted in all these countries and these are the hosts and podcasts that overuse music. I'm not a big fan of but that's a difference like I think of a podcast because the podcast I like are conversations I li- like those I don't mind bits in between or tangents or bits of music but I, li- I like I don't when the next bit and then there's like a minute of like a tune I'm like I, I want you to crack on with it I try and listen to different podcasts and then you know I, I don't know maybe the, the conversational podcast is, is a smaller kind of niche than I thought it was because I've, I've listened to quite a few recently where they seem to be and fair play to them but I tried it for a, a few episodes not many where you know tried to do different segments I tried to bring a rating system in which was ripped off from my old podcast <laughs> stuff like uh, I wouldn't watch it even if I was on a plane and the reason I've never the, the lowest rating was the reason I've never done drugs was to avoid experiences like this stuff like that but then you know you, you do it and then it, you, you think oh no like I've tried to put on a beginning bit with a, who the podcast is and then I've tried to put like a back bit on with well I've never put the back bit on about about oh you've listened to this and that and the other some podcasts do it brilliantly builds one of them I've no interest I've tried to do it but then I feel like I'm trying to make it too much like somebody else's and I like the fact that every episode you hear that sigh is a different one so the you know oh, review yourself it's a new sigh every week because it's like although sometimes it's not a sigh sometimes it's a different noise for whatever reason if I've uh, stupidly downed a, a glass of rum or whatever I've done so it's, it don't usually drink that's an episode that's coming up as well or where I'll kind of I don't know do something daft I don't, I don't start with an impression but I don't know something different it's all about trial and error right enough kind of as a closing point but I do think that what you're doing in particular with your podcast is fantastic you established that you get other podcasters to come on your show and everything you know obviously the one and only Satsunami of course to talk about Still Game which was a fantastic episode you know you have Luke as well you had Bill as you said you had so many people coming on and you're getting exposed to so many different opinions and different chemistries to bounce off of so you're definitely varying things up which I think is fantastic personally as you said although all your episodes do work I'm not suggesting 
guessing at all they don't but it's as you were saying that sometimes you know some episodes won't work some will be better than others you know some sad series don't work I, I tried explain it yourself and this is no slight on the people who came on it was more my issue in that I had to be more interviewee-esque and it just it, it didn't feel a good fit for me so it's not a comment on the guests but I did like two or three episodes of that I think where it was meant to be come on and explain something in your country like ice hockey or American football come on and tell me about something it didn't it just didn't kind of work for me and they didn't do particularly well and I wasn't very happy with the way I done them because as much as it's like oh it was a good conversation yeah but I didn't like how they came out from me not from anybody else not my guests it was more me and I thought I don't like this way of trying to do things where you kind of <laughs> I'm a gobshite I wanted to talk uh, but no it was uh, I, I struggled to do that kind of oh blah blah so that didn't continue the Defend It Yourself series there's so many people who seem to want to come on and talk about a film that they love might be like different films and uh, you know I've done a lot of M. Night Shyamalan films on there and actually I've got quite I've enjoyed a lot of the M. Night Shyamalan films strangely I think as you get older and you kind of you grow up a bit and you think right go into this and have a unique experience and just go with it don't go into it thinking it's going to be something like you did when you were 15 or whatever so I've enjoyed a few of them so and it also forces me to watch films I've never seen which I like because I'm one of these people I would happily watch The Mummy every day till, <laughs> till I die 1999 version everybody none of that 2017 crap but, uh, <laughs> but yeah it, that's what I like about it but then some things you pick up some things you don't started the video podcast that I did that visit it yourself there's so much more work goes into that that yeah I, I, I don't know if it's something I, I put on the back burner until I, I don't know I've got one of those that I need to finish but it's been filmed for like four months so I need to find the time to put it together And but it takes so much longer to, to get a video podcast to where I'm happy with it that I have quite high standards for what I put out because well because I, I want it to be as good as I can make it yeah some episodes might come out and I've, I've had my microphone too close and the audio's not perfect or whatever and I've, I've done my best to try and sort it out with the free equipment that I use <laughs> so I think they're all passable I'm not trying to be like thing me in that but I, I try and do my best to every episode I put out to be quite happy with them but I'm, I'm not afraid to drop things that I don't think are working or to try something new because I just fancy it and if I do one of them and it works or, or I do one of them and I go that's not really going to work like the Bake Off series that was that was just came from a chat between me and Luke where it was like oh, and all of a sudden we somehow figured out oh you're watching the Bake Off yeah you are I love it yeah and then we just decided to do that and then the show sickened us a little bit and then you know the fabulous Satsu who you listen to as well in between my ramblings you came on and you, we, we watched those and, and you know I'm hoping to get Luke back and yourself if you'd like we're going to do a review of the celebrity one I've just done which should be like a nice daft little because I haven't spoken to Luke since we did those well I mean like done a podcast with him because he's been crazy busy that lad he, he never like I must be ashamed the amount he does honestly to be fair though every time I hop onto Twitter his tweets usually pop up first yeah you know whenever Twitter's not playing silly buggers mind you but yeah yeah you know whenever you see his content he does a good job at networking I have to yeah, say he does. like he does. every time I see him I'm like how does he have the energy like even I struggle having to put out things because I'm putting them out and I'm like my old weary bones aren't what they used to be <laughs> on the internet <laughs> yeah he, he, uh, he does well but then there's like and there's all sorts like I've got a, an episode with Luke planned that we've been trying to do for months the line the witch in the wardrobe the BBC adaptation which I saw oh, when I, I was in yeah I, well, oh. I've got a box set with all of them with the four of them that the BBC did Prince Caspian the silver chair the voyage of the dawn treader of course because I always remember years and years ago I watched the line the witch in the wardrobe adaptation and <laughs> I always remember they had the remember this scene where they go to visit the beavers and they have <laughs> them dressed yeah. up in like human sized beaver yeah. costumes and I remember I went to see the I think it was a 2005 remake yeah Luke's re- Luke 
Luke's reviewed that actually. He's done. Yeah, that's worth a listen to. Sorry, but yeah, I remember the first time I watched that and being severely disappointed that the beavers were CGI and not people in beaver suits. Because yeah. I was like, where's the people in the beaver suits? Yeah. Although they had, you know, the, the fantastic Ray Winston and Don French doing the voices, so they kind of made up for it a little bit. But yeah, yeah and I'm interested because I haven't seen The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, the BBC, since I was in school, primary school. I haven't seen it for years. It was like when they, again, showing my age and I wear the prefects and pushing this massive telly on wheels that you put the oh, video in. Oh, even I remember that. Watch yeah. It, sit the there, big like, back. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's oh, it should be good. I don't mind doing the the odd film, and I'm straight. My timings don't work. I've released a Halloween episode after Christmas. I released a Christmas episode way before Christmas. I'm doing the Halloween series now rather than in October. I do what I fancy at the time, and it, yeah, it's, maybe it comes across a bit ramshackle and a bit like, oh, you're doing loads of this and then loads of that. And, but then a lot of the time, I get a lot of episodes recently with Lassa from Fans About Films, and he picks films that I've never seen before. I don't know how I hadn't seen some of them, and then, then we have a good chat about those, like the Three Musketeers. The BB, uh, the the Tim Curry version, which I'd never seen, and I really enjoyed that one with Chris O'Donnell and Keith Sutherland, Charlie Sheen, and Oliver Platt, and I was like, oh, I've never seen these before, and I love that. That's coming out soon, so I do all sorts. I think I don't know if it's a strength or it's a weakness. I couldn't tell you, but I think if anyone dips in to have a look at the episodes I've got, there's surely something in there that you that you want to listen to. I might do the odd historical something, or I might. I haven't done a Titanic thing for a while, so I think I'll probably do something to do that soon. But yeah, it's just it's all sorts. It's hopefully something for everybody. Hopefully. Again, there's like arguments for and against it, but that is the positives of not having like a particular focus on a particular set of films or a particular series or anything. The fact that you can go out and collaborate with other podcasters, especially with Luke. I have to admit, I need to get him on. But as a closing point, before we do wrap up and get you to tell these lovely listeners where you can find your content, I've got to ask one thing. It's about your icon for the podcast. Yeah, what's the inspiration behind it? Because to describe it for the listeners at home, you've got the review yourself text, which self-explanatory. On the right-hand side, you've got like a scene from Titanic, and on the left, you've got Mr. Blobby. And no, I'm not going to explain that to anyone outside of the UK. Just type in Mr. Blobby into Google and you might have enjoy nightmares, your nightmares. Yeah, yeah, but that's yeah. Gonna say. <laughs> So, right. Well, it wasn't my original podcast logo, so I didn't have it for oh, was it a good year until I got that one, maybe. My original logo was like retrofitted from the Reluctant Reviews podcast. It was meant to have me driving and my friend who can't drive on the roof holding like a big old-fashioned camera with reel coming out the back of it and Reluctant Reviews on it. And then whilst it was getting made by someone I worked with, I had to, oh, I don't want to do it anymore. So I had to retrofit it for review itself. So I was never, I was happy with the logo, the design, but it was never what I intended, if that made sense. It, it was never meant to be for this. I asked around Ben from Film Floggers said that he gets his artwork for his brilliant website, filmfloggers.com. He'll like that shout out if he's listened this far. He probably will. His art on that is done by Paul from SP Film Viewers or as Ben says, Paul because he's from down south and that's a cheap shot, isn't it? So I contacted uh, Paul and, and he said, well, what do you want? So my idea was I wanted it to show that it was kind of a film podcast but then to have a bit of leeway. So yeah, 
yeah, as you said, it's got, well, he also did my Visit It Yourself logo as well. It's quite obscure, but cover your ears, Satu, but uh, it's got the uh, the St. George's flag, the England flag behind it, which uh, a lot of people kind of saw in the circle. And I wanted it to have, I knew that I wanted to have Titanic on it for obvious reasons. One of my favourite films. I love loads about the history. I wanted the mummy to be on it. And I loved that look of the, you know, the mummy in the sand. So I wanted that on there. And then I thought, what, what can I put on it that's quintessentially British? And I did an episode with, and I haven't done one with them for a while, so I need to get them back on. But the Wait What Podcast trio, who are from down south, and they're great. They do all sorts. I recommend listening to those guys. And we did an episode where we were talking about how Mr. Blobby was like, they were saying he was nightmare fuel. And my dad dressed up with Mr. Blobby and chased me at like someone's birthday party or something anyway. And we, we had a big laugh and they were like, oh, you sure we should die? I was like, well, I think it was. It, was. it was a great laugh. And then when I was thinking about what can it be, what can this like really you think you're not really going to see I was like yeah Mr Bobby so that that's why it became as it was and I think that I can't remember if the pointing was Paul's idea or whether it was mine but honestly I think it might have been mine I think I wanted it from because I like my history so it reminded me of the uh, the Lord Kitchener posted from World War One or the First World War where you know your country needs you funnily enough when that got plastered all over the country he was killed a week later when he, the ship he was on was torpedoed by a German U-boat a bit of history there for you anybody listening but that's a very famous poster and you know the pointing finger and I wanted you know review it yourself like you it's it's a bit odd because it doesn't kind of I did have an idea oh about six months ago to try and make the podcast more about people reviewing it it sounds a bit odd but I wanted to kind of have reviews from people and, and then I could talk about them but then too much effort and, and then it's trying to find like reviews every week and I thought no but I like the fact that it's such an open kind of title that I can review essentially what I want because originally this <laughs> is a bit of a secret well not really but when I first started I didn't say it I didn't never wrote it anyway I think it was on my description for about a week but it was all, it was meant to be films I'd never seen before <laughs> and that lasted about three weeks and I was like I'm fed up with this crap I want to want something I like it's gone through many iterations in terms of what I wanted it to be it was like a waffler from Northern England with tangents galore and then I changed it to the no politics no pandering no point because I, oh, I just liked how it sounded and thought it was quite quirky changed my logo and stuff so I, I don't know I just, just try different things and that was where the logo idea came from anyway a bit, a bit of a convoluted explanation but that's how it came about no I thought before we wrapped up I had to ask nobody ever asks it's nice to be asked because it is a very eye-catching logo I have to say because you know that way when you see some logos and you think oh right it's a podcast it's a podcast it's a podcast and then you see yours and you're like why is Mr. Blobby coming out beside Jack and Rose (laughs) yeah do you know yeah do you know what as well it came from an episode again dropping him again it came from an episode that Ben and Fiona did the Room Diary that's still and I'm I'm not blonde smoke with ass it's genuinely one of the funniest podcasts I've ever listened to I howled when I first listened to it and Ben goes on a tangent about the indie podcast scene and he has a bit of a rant but it's, it's all good natured it's poking fun it's just being a bit silly with and he, he, he had a joke about the indie podcast logos and said have you, have you seen some of the shit that's out there I think he like bleeped it and he's like oh it's dreadful oh like oh look you've got a microphone on your logo does that mean you're a film podcast or whatever so I knew I didn't want a microphone in there but I knew I wanted it to be quirky so that was that was funny enough that was where the idea I'd had it in the back of my head for a while to change the logo because it was never made specifically for the podcast it was made for my old podcast with my friend and I retrofitted it when I decided to continue which was I undenied for a bit that's where that came from but yeah and then he made a joke that at least somebody listened to him but there you go see if people are complaining about it at least you know they're paying attention which is always a plus yeah exactly exactly 
in all seriousness, Sean, thank you so much for coming on and basically talking about your podcast. No, it's been great. I hope it's been all right. It's not a natural fit for me to talk about my podcast. To be honest, I prefer just to talk about a film, but probably why I do mine rather than an interview type thing. But That'll be the next episode. <laughs> I know. And if you want to compare this with another interview podcast that is, please, well, you don't even have to check out mine, just check out his episodes. The fantastic Marv from Pods Like Us, who out of everybody, I think he gives the biggest support to like indie podcasters out there because he reviews them. He does a blog every week. I've had more feedback from him about the podcast episodes than anybody saw it. And I did an episode with him. So if you want to compare this one, his one is about three hours long, so be careful. It's, it's a long one. We went off on that one. But uh, yeah, if you want to combine the two, see if I've tripped up. And nah, I don't mean I'm only joking. See if I've tripped up and made some. Oh, no, I'm joking. But uh, you'll probably just get the same iteration of the same story. But no, uh, it's been a pleasure coming on Satsu, and I appreciate the time I do. Before we wrap up, where can these fantastic listeners find your podcast? Well, Spotify, Google, when anywhere you can find your podcast, hopefully. If, if you find it anywhere you can't find it, which is weird to think to say, but yeah, don't have a website as of yet. I don't think we're, we're quite there yet. You can find us on uh, Twitter. It's at Yourself Review. Now, be careful because there's a few bots going around at the minute and they seem to like to copy indie podcasters, well, uh, and amongst others. So, yeah, my logo's there. It's Review Itself Podcast. That's the title of it now. Doesn't have an England flag in there anymore because there was an account that copied my title and, my, and, and the flag. So it's changed slightly. Didn't copy my logo, sorry. Copied my name. Just didn't copy the logo, sorry. So, yeah, it was a bit of a weird one because technically it's not trying to copy, but the title's exactly the same. So, yeah, so it's at yourself review. There's no underscore, there's no gaps. It's just at yourself review. We're on Twitter. You'll see the, uh, as, as Satsu said, you'll see the logo there. And we're on Instagram. It's review yourself podcast 2021. Again, review yourself podcast. It's it, the titles on there. We're on good pods. We're on Podchaser. Is that about it? I think that's about it. But yeah, feel free to jump over from Satsu's channel and give it a listen. If you want quite an easy transition, try some of the episodes that Satsu's done. Try Still Game. And if you don't know what Still Game is, go watch an episode because it's fantastic. I was going to say, if you don't know what it is, then you will do by the end of that episode because we went really in depth and that that was a great one. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I love, <laughs> yeah I, love, I love shows like that, that. The whole point of it is that they're still game for life like just because they're old doesn't mean... Because I hate comedies where they just make like the old people just dog and daft it's like no I meet a lot of old people in my job and a lot of people would, would do well to take the to take the wisdom and the advice of people who've lived on the earth for 70, 80, 90 years they're the people you should listen to you know because they've lived a, a good life and most of the time but yeah and is it right to say that you also have a Patreon page as well? I do yeah to review it yourself I started it as a kind of shit or bust in a way I was thinking right I either start it now or I quit not because I particularly wanted an income from it because that's, that's a ridiculous thing to try and think of as a new podcaster but it was just to see because I was at the time I was feeling like it wasn't getting listened to and I thought well if, at least if I've got it gives a fresh impetus of like right I'll do a side series on so there's there's yet more side series there's the standard tier which is instead of the oh, review it yourself it's the eh now it's special that's the side series there where I just I'm doing more old fashioned type films so I did a review of the whale on there a solo one there's going to be a public one with Sarah that'll come out but I did that I've done a few John Wayne, uh, a few John Wayne films stuff like that there's also like the upper tier which is rewatch it yourself which is I know isn't a word but go with it and that's a, I'm rewatching all the zombie films in my collection which which is a lot of them they go out there so Patreons also get an extra two episodes a week for each tier which means if you get the upper tier you get four episodes extra a month so at one point it was one a week but that, that was that was too much that was far 
not too much. So yeah, you, you live and learn because I was trying to get out three episodes a week and that was just nuts. So yeah, I had the most depressed The Incredible Hulk review you've ever heard in your life, which I called it The Incredible Sulk because I was trying to record and there was someone outside revving their engine. My microphone fell, uh, someone out of my microphone. Then somebody came and started washing the windows. There was people reversing that. So it was just, you know, not like you feel like the universe is against you trying to get it recorded. All good fun. So yeah, you can go check us out there. I just wanted to get to as well. Definitely go check out Review It Yourself. It is a fantastic podcast and yeah, the films that you've done, they, they do range from, you know, the good, the bad and the ugly and everything but <laughs> at the same time, definitely go check out it is a fantastic film podcast and I would wholeheartedly recommend it. But yeah, if any of you out there want to hear our content as well, you can catch us on the website podpage.com forward slash chat salami. I also want to reiterate as well, going off what you were saying we also have a doppelganger on Twitter <laughs> calling himself Chatsunami2, which, Ooh. yeah, the thanks original name. There is technically a Chatsunami on Twitter, but it's someone's name that's kind of split up. So, you know, like that's obviously that's perfectly fine. Why didn't they go with Chatsunami? Although, no, that sounds like a Newcastle FC. True, true. Wash your, wash your mouth out. Um, <laughs> podcast, so yeah, there you go. Anyway. I mean, to be fair, though, it hasn't put up any, at least as of this episode, it's not put up any profile picture or anything. It's just copied the name Chatsunami with the Scotland flag after it. I've seen some people with, like, American politics in the bios or... Yeah, that was mine, yeah. Well, not mine. The one, yeah, I was... The like, one for you, yeah. They're just copying a lot of people. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, follow us at ChatsunamiPod. No, you know what I was going to say, actually? Don't follow me. Listen instead. Like, when you work out how many people... Oh, no, don't don't start on the show. Like, when, you, when you work out how many percent of the people who follow you actually listen, you think, well, I don't care if you're... Not in a bad way, I'd love you to listen. Go listen. You don't have to follow me on anything. Just just go listen. If you want to follow me to find out when stuff's coming out, feel free, but every Monday, 8am, Greenwich Me Time, British Standard Time, British whatever it is now. That's where the new episode will be. At least that's what will come out. You know, you don't have to create a page and follow just listen if you want to if you enjoy it probably should have said that earlier sorry Satsu oh no you're fine that's what podcasts are for anyway for chatting away <laughs> <laughs> should be with us too <laughs> oh absolutely yeah a Scotsman and a Northerner I know speaking of Patreon as well I just want to thank the two patrons that have generously donated that of course being Robotic Battle Toaster and Sonia thank you so much on that note thank you all so so much for listening to this episode as always stay safe stay awesome and most importantly stay hydrated this episode is sponsored by Zencaster. If you're a podcaster that records remotely like me, then you'll know how challenging it can be to create the podcast you've always wanted. That's where Zencaster comes in. Before I met Zencaster, I was but a naive podcaster, recording on low quality, one track audio waves. <laughs> But with Zencaster, you can kiss those fears goodbye as they provide crystal clear audio and HD video. Plus, with our all-in-one podcasting suite, recording with guests is extremely simple. From local recordings to post-production, Zencaster has it all. Go to Zencaster.com forward slash pricing and use my code CHATSUNAMI. You'll get 30% off your first three months of Zencaster Professional. I want you to have the same easy experience I do for all my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story.